Now, I don't mean to startle, but just as a reminder for you all, uh, just to remind you that you have something alive in your homes right now. You might think, oh no, well, all of our family were here at church. You have something alive at home right now. I don't mean a pet either. This is not something living that you have to feed or take on a walk or anything like that, but it is something that is alive and it's in your home, or at least I expect, I hope it's in your home, maybe many in your home. Oftentimes you find these uh, on your maybe bedside table or maybe in a bookshelf. Can you guess what it is yet? I'm speaking about your Bible, the Word of God which is very much living and active, we're told from the letter of the Hebrews. The word of God is never a dead word. It's never just empty. It is always living and active. And the entire Bible, from cover to cover, is the word of God, which is very much alive. It's unlike any other book in our bookshelves, any other book we've ever read or seen or held. The Bible is the word of God, and it is alive. So I began this way because... There is an overwhelming theme throughout this living word of God, this Bible, that we hear about in the readings today, but they're just these three readings and then the psalm. The three readings, and it's impossible to get the full extent of this beautiful overarching theme that is, again, throughout the word of God, the Bible. And the theme is this. God loves families. God loves marriage and children and family life. And... God wants to bless them. He wants to bless your family, my family. He wants to bless your marriage, your children. This is an overarching, beautiful theme from cover to cover. We find it countless times in the Word of God. A message for you and me to be, to be mindful of. So take, for example, one of the readings from today, the weekend, this weekend's readings, the Gospel passage, the image of wine that we hear about at the wedding feast of Cana. Just a a reminder again, sometimes the Bible speaks to us a little bit in code, using symbols and such. That applies as well to gospel stories. And here, the wine that Jesus creates, wine throughout Scripture, actually, it's, it, it's a symbol of joy. Because wine brings joy, it brings cheerfulness, it brings harmony. And so it is a very good example or symbol, code, for blessing, for God's blessing. And today at Cana, Jesus creates not just enough wine to avoid this social uh, problem that was about to come up. They run out of wine. And he doesn't say, okay, I'll just step in, fill what needs to be gallons each. Thankfully, Father Bill did the math before I had to. It would have taken me a lot longer than it. So 950 bottles of wine. You thirsty yet? 950 bottles of wine. What an amazing amount, quantity of wine that Jesus transforms. That's a lot of joy. That's a lot of blessing that Jesus brings. <laughs> Jesus brings to this new family, this wedding feast, a whole lot of joy. And that same God, that same loving Jesus, wants to bless your family and my family with the same, not just a, not just a little bit to help us here and there, but the overabundant generosity of that God, that same God. That's the kind of blessing he wants to give you and me and our families. Blessings from good meals to good health to good faith. All that we need, all that we desire if it's a true desire. And so what do we do? We, we bring our families here. We bring our families to church every Sunday. We pray as often as we can as a family, right? So that we can stay open to these blessings of God, to keep that channel open, to make it easy as possible for God to grant his overabundant generosity into our lives. In a word, we, do, we just do our best to follow Mary's advice today, that we are asked to do whatever God tells us to do. Third commandment, we 
come to Mass every Sunday. We're asked by God to pray as often as we can. And all the other guidances, commandments, lessons that Jesus gives us, we do our best to do whatever it is that God tells us to do. These were the words that our mother Mary told the servers in this scene today, and so she tells you and me. Blessings come when we listen to God, and we try our best to follow him, to do whatever it is that he says. And again, not to not to startle anyone, but uh, the Bible also does show you and me what happens when we don't try to do what God tells us to do, or when we just don't do it, when we don't listen to God, when we prefer to go our own way. The Bible shows us many times the results, the consequences. Take Adam and Eve, for example, right at the beginning of Scripture, the very first family that were presented, and the blaming the lack of trust, the dishonesty that sprouts up, the division that it causes, simply because they didn't listen to God. They didn't obey his simple guidance, commandment, lesson, teaching. They didn't listen to God. They didn't do whatever it is that God said to do. And so the division results. Take another example, another one we're all feeling very deeply these days. The division we all know and feel in the family of our Catholic Church. This division we feel because of certain members of our family, this Catholic family, some priests, some bishops, some cardinals, members of our Catholic family that did not do what Jesus asked them to do, that did not listen to the basic teachings of Jesus. They sought their own way, what they thought might be better. Who knows what way it might be better for themselves, for some institutional advancement? Who knows? But it was their own way, because we know now the fruits of their decisions. We know now the division that it causes, the pain that it causes, the result of broken trust. Broken trust. But God so dearly loves all of his families, your families, my family. And he so dearly loves the family that is his church, his people. And he wants to bless his church as well. He wants to shower us with his overabundant blessings. And he will. He does and he will. Because there are and continue to be so many good and faithful members of this family of ours. So many here today. So many good and faithful members of our Catholic Church. It was an enormous blessing for me personally. I know many others on Friday to be at the rally, Mass for Life, Friday morning, and then the March for Life, to see so many joyful, on-fire Catholics who love God so dearly and strive to do his will in this life. Very uplifting. The Bible, the Bible, this living word of God, it tells an amazing story from cover to cover. An amazing story that is, though, at the same time filled with pain and sorrow. Pain and sorrow. But the thing is, we know the ending of that story, this Bible. We know the ending that is beautiful union with the Lord forever. We know that the Lord has won. He's conquered division. He's conquered sin and darkness. But the story of the Bible is our story as well. And so just as there are moments of pain and sorrow, so too in our own lives, moments of pain and sorrow in our own families, in our family of the church. But we remember today, hopefully every day, we need to help ourselves remember, help others remember in this family of our Catholic faith that God has promised enormous blessings. We know the ending. We know where we're destined to go. We know who is leading us. We know who is the master of our family, the one who has us all in his hands, our loving God, who is so overly abundant 
and generous with his blessings and love.